It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's to Your Health provides valuable information from Dr. Kevin Sherritt for the betterment of our personal and community health. Brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital. Here's Roy Hatfield. And it's time once again for Here's to Your Health, a joint production of Real Roots Radio and the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, serving Jamestown, Yellow Springs, and Cedarville. It's time for Here's to Your Health, where we join with Dr. Kevin Sherritt every Tuesday at 9.30. And we're always glad to uh, be able to talk with this gentleman to let us know what's going on in the world and, of course, what's going on locally as well. As uh, we are joined by Dr. Sherrod on this Tuesday morning. Doctor, uh, welcome to the program. Always great to uh, chat with you. Good morning, Roy. It's great to be here. Well, uh, unfortunately, we've all, we've got together and there always uh, there hasn't always been good news. So let's start with some good news and uh, something that had a lot of people buzzing yesterday. Uh, they've got some preliminary data. Uh, from uh, Pfizer. Now, this isn't the whole enchilada, but uh, we don't want to tamper it down because it is absolutely good news. Uh, they say their early analysis of their uh, COVID-19 vaccine shows that it is 90% effective. Uh, quite honestly, the FDA said that if there was only uh, a 50% uh, effective vaccine, they were going to approve it. And I don't mm-hmm. think anybody was thinking that we would be anywhere near 90% with the first batch of vaccine. So obviously, this is very good news. Oh, it's outstanding news, and you could see, you know, the reaction to that news. You know, it's my understanding that the stock market just surged, you know, to kind of an all-time high, and um, it, it has uh, really been a, a shot in the arm, so to speak, no pun intended, uh, that uh, that we've seen that the, the, the vaccine's going to be effective. Because we know, and we've talked about this before, there's two ways out of this situation. One is with the vaccine. The other way is with herd immunity. And uh, the problem with herd immunity is, is that uh, in order to get there, you have to have two-thirds of the herd immune. Well, our herd in the United States is about 333 million people. So, you know, roughly 200 million people would have to get the virus before we could reach that herd immunity status. So the vaccine sure seems to be a much better route to take uh, to uh, get out of this uh, predicament that we're in. Uh, No doubt about that. Uh, You know, we heard it was 90% effective. Uh, Dr. Fauci uh, has said that it is a possibility uh, that by the end of this month or the beginning of next uh, month, we could start seeing uh, the most high-risk groups to start getting the vaccine as long as the FDA approves it. Uh, so we would be looking at uh, healthcare professionals uh, and the elderly in the highest risk. Uh, could have up to 50 million doses globally. Uh, once again, as, as we've talked about, uh, for for the normal folks uh, and for a wide swath of the population, you're still looking at sometime second quarter next year if everything goes well. I think that's probably accurate. You know, the um, the if they uh, release it, and I think they will. Now, you may or may not remember, but it's been over a month ago that we talked that I told you that I had seen that uh, Pfizer had already started the manufacturing process and Absolutely. was stockpiling this vaccine. Absolutely. And so they've got this vaccine now ready to go. And so um, one of the really exciting things about it is, is that uh, with this data of how effective it is, and we believe it's safe. I mean, uh, so far, the safety numbers on this vaccine are excellent as well. So um, 
they knowing, and I, and I said at the time that Pfizer knows they would not be investing in the production and the manufacture and packaging of this vaccine unless they knew what they had. So Pfizer, you know, was pretty certain that this was going to be a winner. And so it's my understanding that it's ready to go. So once the FDA approves it, and it sure looks like they're going to, uh, it should roll out pretty quickly. So we, uh, you know, uh, up until yesterday, I really didn't expect to see anything before the first of the year. But I do think that um, this is on track, that we'll start seeing it roll out before the end of this year. And then certainly by March, uh, starting the second quarter next year, it should be widely available at that point for, you know, the lower risk groups to uh, partake. And, and honestly, doctor, as great as this news is, and it is great, what may be even better news is this portends good things for the vaccines that are coming behind this because they're right. all targeting that spike protein. And right. it seems like that's the way to go. That is. And the, uh, you know, we talked about the vaccines. There were six of them that were in uh, stage three trials. And a couple of them have had setbacks uh, just for the, uh, some um, uh, findings that were found that have turned out not to be related to the vaccine. So there are six still on the track, but there are three that are ahead of the other six. And this Pfizer vaccine, you know, seems to be the front runner at this point in time. Dr. Kevin Sherritt joining us on Here's to Your Health on Real Roots Radio. Now, doctor, another piece of good news that came out yesterday was a, uh, I guess they're calling these uh, cocktails that, that are coming out. Uh, these are pills that people can take uh, early uh, in the infection of coronavirus that seem to be uh, very, very uh, powerful. And uh, that came out and got... Uh, the FDA uh, emergency approval yesterday from Eli Lilly. Now, there won't be a great supply of these, but it's another tool in the toolbox. It is another tool. You know, uh, Eli Lilly has the monoclonal antibody that they uh, have released. Um, And I'd say the name on the air, but I'll butcher it up. It's a real long name, about nine letters, starts with a B and ends with a B. But um, it um, is a monoclonal antibody that's been shown if given uh, at the very earliest stages or even in a preventative for somebody that's been exposed. And that's what we've been looking for is if we can find something that when people are exposed that we can give them to either prevent the infection or just really subdue it and suppress it, that is going to be so valuable. And so this uh, particular agent has been shown to be highly successful for that to the point that the FDA has went ahead and done an emergency release on it, meaning that they've looked at it and said, look, this looks so good to us, we're going to go ahead and release it early. And so that's what they've done. And um, it uh, is not uh, as effective in people that have advanced stages of the COVID. Again, this is one to either prevent after a significant exposure or to treat at the earliest stages. And uh, if we can get something like that along with the vaccine, that's going to be a really good one-two punch uh, in terms of... uh, getting this thing under control and you know we want to we don't want to throw a wet blanket on the fire here but we want to be honest that while this is great news and it is all great news we simply don't have the supplies of these that we need right now they will build over time but we can't just throw off the mask and say it's over oh no 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 you know again not to be negative but to be realistic i mean last week we saw record numbers of cases uh, over 5,000 a day. I think it peaked on Saturday with 5,500 cases in the state of Ohio in a 24-hour period. We're seeing our positivity rate rise up now above 9%. We've talked about it before that once you get above that 10% threshold, 
you know, the fire is officially out of control at that point in time and no longer a controlled burn. Um, and so, you know, we're flirting with those numbers. You know, keep in mind a month ago or six weeks ago, uh, our numbers were, you know, less than 2,000 a day or right around 2,000 a day, and our positivity rate was around 2.7. So, you know, the, the virus certainly has not um, uh, slowed down. Uh, it's more pervasive now than ever. The positivity rate in our area is now higher than ever. And so, you know, it's not time to put our guard down. We, there is, you know, good news and there's, there's light on the horizon but we've got to get there, and, and we've got, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, weeks to months before we're really going to be uh, in a position where these agents are widely available that we just discussed. So, you know, it, it still comes down to the three basic things, and I get sick of saying it, and I know everybody gets sick of hearing it, but it still comes down to social distancing, uh, mask, and, and sanitation hygiene. And if, uh, you know, we can continue to do those things and be diligent, and as I've said before, you know, everybody, we need to live our lives but we need to be careful, we need to pay attention, and uh, we need not to take any unnecessary risk. Uh, I was going to say, you know, we wanted to start out with the good news, but, you know, you look at the bad news, I think there was 126,000 cases in the United States um, on Sunday, uh, something like 116,000 yesterday. Um, It's going to get worse before it gets better is about the most simple way you can say it. Yeah, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, the, the people who are supposed to know are, are forecasting that we're going to see this peak sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, uh, of course, the news of the vaccine as it rolls out, uh, the uh, uh, consensus is as the vaccine becomes more widely available, we're going to see, you know, new cases go down because the vaccine's 90 percent effective in protecting from the virus. So we can you know, we can see this uh, change, you know, fairly quickly, depending on how quickly we can roll these vaccines out. But uh, still, we're not there yet. And the road, you know, there's still some choppy waters ahead. Dr. Kevin shared our guest on Real Roots Radio on Here's to Your Health, brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics at Green Memorial Hospital. Uh, speaking of uh, Green County, Fayette, Clinton counties in our region, uh, doctor, what are you seeing and hearing locally? Uh, I mean, we're hearing more schools going to remote learning. Uh, what are you seeing locally? You know, the thing that's interesting about the schools, you're right, more schools are having trouble, and it's uh, now, you know, it's not the students. We were really concerned about about spikes within the student population, and we have seen that, but not to the degree we've expected. But right now, the challenge the schools are facing, what they're telling anyway, is with the staff. And um, they, you know, uh, you've got to have the staff to take care of the kids and to teach the kids. And uh, they're having staffing trouble, the, the staff, and that, that leads to another interesting point. We're seeing that the age, the average age uh, infection rate uh, is going up highest in the age between 30 and 59. Well, that's our workforce. And uh, so that's where we're seeing the, the, uh, the spike. Now, back in August, uh, July, August, it was, it was a younger age group. Um, very early on, it was uh, some of the older population, uh, but right now, the virus seems most active in that age group between 30 and 59. And so not only the schools, I know, you know, in, in our in our system, in our offices, we, you know, we've we've had some staff members this week uh, call out and uh, we've had a couple uh, that have tested positive and then we've got uh, others that, that test are pending. And so, you know, we're seeing it across the board in that age group. And uh, right now in the schools, the, the uh, uh, school officials that I know that I've been talking to 
have been telling me they're they're really more concerned about the staff right now than they are the students. They are concerned about students, of course, but the challenge right now is with the staffing. And in uh, Governor DeWine's press conference yesterday, uh, talking with uh, members and professionals with the Ohio Hospital Association, uh, kind of along that same line, uh, we do have available beds right now. We do have available ICU space right now. But right now, the biggest concern, like you just said, staff, nurses, doctors, medical professionals. Absolutely, and that's why I said we're we're seeing it in our office and our system. Um, we're seeing it across the board. So we're very, very you know we have been all along, but I guess we're doubling down on the efforts with our staff just to keep them safe and healthy, so we can continue to care uh, for our patients. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, always kind enough to join us on Here's to Your Health on Real Roots Radio. Uh, we mentioned this last week. I uh, want to say a big thank you to everybody who once again has uh, visited or uh, called Sherrod uh, Community Beats there in uh, Port William. And uh, things uh, still going okay there, Doc? They are. They are. We, you know, again, we're doing everything we can do to, to keep things safe and, and healthy there. But, uh, again, we're most appreciative to the response that we've had, and, and people are experiencing the farm fresh difference and, and able to come and get uh, fresh meat and milk and eggs right off the farm and and uh, it seems to uh, have been a blessing to people and it's certainly a blessing to us to have the opportunity to serve doctor appreciate the time as always uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you again uh, next tuesday and hopefully we've got plenty more news to dish out absolutely roy our best days are ahead have a great week thank you doctor Thanks for growing with us for 20 years and counting. We are Real Roots Radio.